This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 bets and 320 Lots of thoughts going on in my head. I can tell. you sharing them with you. I can tell. You're just emptying them now, aren't you? You're I'm emptying of you, yeah. They're spilling out all <laughs> over the place. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wombler on the counter-attack. Boris You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. Well, mate, uh, it serves us right for going away for a week, doesn't it, really? Because a lot of things have happened since you and I were last together. So, uh, just quickly, where did you go on holiday? Uh, I went to Tenerife. Very nice, very nice. Good. Yeah, enjoyed it uh, immensely. Now back, well, it's not too bad out there, actually. I was expecting rain and gloom, but yeah, it's it's, it's not too bad. But yeah, I'm back to work tomorrow, so... Uh, I went to Zante, uh, which was uh, very nice, very hot, uh, very Greek, and... uh, Very Greek. It's very Greek, (laughs) funnily enough. And, um, yeah, on the Sunday, I took a boat trip round the island of Zante, and the 4G is a little bit patchy anyway on that island, and I'm sort of checking my phone, and uh, there's news coming through that Zisco has been sacked. <laughs> Let's just go back a day. Let's go back a day. So, did you You went to Leeds, didn't you? I would, so, yeah, I went to Leeds. I saw possibly, I said this at the time, now I don't know if it was because I had to get the coach up there and so forth, and, which just made the whole day a bit 
crap anyway because there's nothing worse for me than the coach but yeah so I, I saw one of the worst performances I've seen from a Watford team in a long time and a, in a hell of a long time and, and and coming away from that I kind of felt the next games coming up that he, he we've got obviously Liverpool which we'll, we'll touch on uh, in a bit but I just felt he's he's a goner. I didn't think it'd happen as, as quickly as it did, mind you. Unfortunately, I think we touched on it recently when we said about the Norwich and Newcastle game. I felt if he didn't get the results out of that, he he could be gone. Yeah. And I think I think they obviously saw enough for the Leeds performance and it was dreadful, let me tell you. <laughs> I was watching it in a bar, I think it's called The Summertime, in Leganus. This bar sold a drink called Head In this drink is vodka, rum, gin, Malibu, Cointreau, tequila, peach snaps, grenadine, orange and cranberry juice. He sells it by the pint, two-thirds of which is the spirits before he puts the the juice in. Uh, So that was my drink of choice that particular uh, evening. And while I was talking to him, he said, oh, because I was wearing a Watford top, I'm going to put the Watford Leeds game on just for you. And I went, really? Yes. You come in on Saturday and I'll put the game on for you. So there I was Saturday. There were other people there. He specifically put the Watford Leeds game on for me with commentary. Absolutely fantastic. I got off a sunbed to watch that. I was on a sunbed, (laughs) really getting some nice sun, having a really nice day. And then that came on and I didn't need a pint of head to tell me that that was a dreadful, dreadful match. There was some commentary from a Sky commentator. Any sign of Watford getting back into the game at Allen Road? They trail by a goal. So, what do you think, Michael? None whatsoever, Jeff. Unless this commentator's curse, they have been absolutely dreadful. If they can get in 1 0, that'll be the one positive from Watford. That will be it. It's been all leads, fantastic front foot, dominating possession. Watford, very, 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 very boring and poor. 1 0. How boring and poor was that? Too many. Look at this 1 0, Jeff. And I think that says it all. It was absolutely dismal. It was one of the worst performances I can remember a Watford team ever having. It was just terrible. Yeah, there was nothing, mate. It was, it was, it was poor. And unfortunately for for the poor sods that went up there, I think everyone kind of felt coming coming away from that. That I mean, the, the thing that annoyed me the most is, you know, we get this this social media stream that comes through from Watford is we go again and everyone together and all that. No, I, I can't really recall one player staying out there and applauding you know coming over to us to say thank you right for, for, for coming up which i'll be honest me off yeah i was a little bit like that's a bit much guys you know at least a um we've gone all that way you've gone all that way yeah and and, and obviously i've then got on a plane to go to tenerife great i get to the other side the phone takes about five minutes to kind of realize that you've come off flight mode and you're in a new country and bang there it is cisco is no more yeah, I mean, it wasn't a massive surprise, I don't think. And, and and we'll talk about the appointment of Ranieri in a minute. But the usual lazy media uh, circus that surrounds it was so annoying. Mm. I don't know if you heard Jamie O'Hara's... Yeah. Oh, mate. Got no time for the guy. I think he's an idiot. Absolute 24-carat blend. I'm yeah. sorry. No, well, I agree. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, but he was basically saying that we've got no class because of mm. this. Now, he doesn't know our club. He doesn't know what goes on in Watford day in, day out. He doesn't know how we gave the stadium over to the NHS during the pandemic. He doesn't know all the other things that go on. He's just looking at this one thing and I guess trying to make headlines. But to then say at the end, I hope they go down. What sort of pundit is that to say mm. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that the, the other thing is, is, is 
how hypocritical can you be to talk about class? When you look at that guy, you look at his past and what he's done, you know, it's just to make headlines. It's just to make um, make him look like he's actually doing something for TalkSport. But he is an absolute numpty. I, I, I don't care what he's got to say. I think, as you've just said, that the fact that he's, he suggested that a team should be relegated because of a managerial appointment, which he knows nothing about and nothing about how the club runs and looks and so forth, mm. is outrageous. And and for me, I hope he gets sacked by TalkSport. There you go. I don't think he will because I think it's got them so many hits. Yeah, uh, from and that's everyone. it. And that's all they're after. And that, they're, they're just immediate. They're that frenzy, aren't they? That's, that's what they work off. Obviously, we open ourselves up to criticism by hiring and firing. But it seems yeah. to work. You know, if we hired and fired and found ourselves back in the conference, then you could say, well, this doesn't work. But the fact that we bounced straight back up to the Premier League after one season, numerous seasons now in the top flight, we've been to an FA Cup final, let's ignore the result, but we've got a lovely stadium. It mm. works. It obviously works. It, it, it might be upsetting. But I, I look back at the uh, the managerial merry-go-round that we've had, and apart from Jukanovic, I think most of them, if you look in your heart of hearts, you'd have gone, yes, the time was probably right to do that, actually. Yeah, I would agree. I, Pearson, I've got to be honest. Pearson might be. Pierce, Pearson's one that sticks out quite, you know, quite proudly with that. And I, I do feel that this one's come a little bit too soon, personally. Um, I, do I think he would have been the manager to the end of the season? No, I don't. But I just feel that, I don't know, he just kind of brought that that feel-good factor around the place. And I know that, and as I, I'm not contradicting myself, I know that the performance was dreadful. And it was, you know, you've got Liverpool next. You, you throw in Claudio Ranieri in there for his first game, which... Let's be honest. If he if we get battered four or five nil, no one's going to batter an eyelid in, no. the, in the fact. Oh, it's his first game. You know what? What? What more could he do? He hasn't had the whole the whole team together because of uh, the international break and so forth. So I just I I don't know. I just felt that maybe they could have let it run another week or two. But look, you know that that's what they do. So I'll take the opposite view. I, I think really they should have done a Yukanovic. Oh, that's my dog. Stop. Yeah, she she disagrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> I take the opposite view in that I think they should have done Jokanovic and they should have said to Zisco at the end of last season, thank you for everything you've done, but really this is going to be a massive step up for you now to the to the Premier mm. League. You know, no hard feelings, good job, thank you very much. You've now got a perfect record as far as anybody's concerned. Goodbye. Because there's been rumours of Ranieri sort of watching games for quite some time now, hasn't it? He, he's been in and around the, uh, the club. I, I saw him, uh, I can't remember what game it was, a couple of seasons ago. You know, he's, he's been lurking around, even, even when he's been managing with Sandor and so forth so I think he's always been on the um, on the horizon and look on paper fantastic appointment yeah. you know one of the one of the best appointments I can think of in it for a long time you know Zola kind of esque in the, in the sense of you know a manager who's got real real I mean I know Zola from a managerial point of view but has done it and been there and kind of seen it all so yeah. I, I think from that point of view fantastic bit of business my only if I have a concern is is it the same Ranieri that Leicester had jury's out he had a terrible time at um, Fulham you know he'd done, a, he'd done a really good job for Sampdoria I think they were bottom of the league when he when he took over yeah. and he got them up to sort of ninth lots to be optimistic about I think it is a great appointment I do however say this and and again this kind of touches on what you've just said I think if, if the owners bring Ranieri in and it doesn't work out and we end up getting relegated for me I think I can then honestly and truthfully say that I do start to question Duxbury and the ownership or the or the, the day-to-day running of that club and the way that they're going about things because the the, the managerial merry-go-round that, that you've touched on for me is it's embarrassing and yeah. it, I've, I've spent a week explaining to other football supporters what it's you know what it's about and they, and they don't get it and I guess people will probably argue the fact well what would you prefer would you like to be Norwich 
you know, bouncing up and down, keeping the same manager. I don't know. You t- you tell me. I don't know what, what what's the. It just feels so unstable as a as an entity. And at the moment, everything's going to plan in the sense of we're not in a bad position. We're not we're not Norwich. We're not bottom of the league. But well, this is true. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, would... I just worry that if this doesn't work out, mm. there will there will be you know I, I I will be one of them. But I think there will be people questioning how they're running that club. So I don't know if you saw Benjamin Bloom's chat with Peter from Yuan's TV. Yeah. Uh, there was two very interesting questions that he asked Peter. The first one was, at Christmas, will you be higher or lower in the league than you are now? So I put that to you. At Christmas, will we be higher or lower in the league than we are now? Bearing in mind, I predicted that we're going to get 61 points this season, yeah? Well, I think we both, they we're both culpable. <laughs> we're both culpable for that nightmare. Let's not go into that. <laughs> okay, will we be higher or lower than our current position? I will say, by Christmas, yeah. lower. Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Because you look at this run of fixtures that's coming up. Up, barring a miracle, it's yeah. going to be I mean, really listen, hard to find. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, the, the 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 childish side of me is like, well, we're going to win the Premier League now next season. Yeah, that's the you know that's that's the dream, isn't it? We've it got is Ranieri. He's, he's yeah. going to pull off the pull off the miracle again. But you know, yeah. realistically, yeah, yeah, I, uh, lower lower for me. The other question he asked was, up to this point, using an old school grading system, A, mm. B, C, D, E, if it was a report card, what would you give yeah. Watford up until now in the season? Mm. That's a good question. C? Yeah. That's what Peter said, and I agree as well, because I think it's average. I think we should have beaten yeah. Wolves. We should have beaten Newcastle. I'm unhappy that we didn't do better against Brighton. Leeds was... You know, just forgettable. But if you then take into account seven points from seven games, 15th in the table, it's a C, isn't it? It's a C. Just to to add to that, does the manager get sacked if that goal stands against Leeds? That's a good question. What about the goal against Newcastle? We should have beaten them. That's a very good point. I don't know. I mean, yeah, beat Newcastle, draw at Leeds. No, he probably stays, I'd have thought. Probably stays, doesn't he? So literally... VAR again, isn't it? Really? So when when you think about it, it, it's... it's so you know by the fingernails that he's yeah, he's lost his job. Fine really. margins, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. I want to talk uh, very quickly about Will Hughes. He's not getting a game at Palace, is he? <laughs> Who? Well, Who? yeah. <laughs> I mean, that must be devastating, really. Yeah, I I feel for. Well, do I feel for him? No, I don't feel for him. Actually, I I don't know. I just. I heard rumours and grumbles that he never wanted to leave and, and that he, he made a particular statement or, or said something to the wrong person that basically led to this transfer that happened. Right. So I think it's a waste of a talent because I think Will, Will Hughes, for me, would have played every game this season, you know, if he if he was still there. Um, mm. He must be thinking, oh, what have I done? Yeah. Because obviously, you know, Vieira, for whatever reason, doesn't fancy him. And um, yeah, I just, I, I've seen him on the bench a couple of times, but yeah, he's getting no game time. And it's such a shame really, because he is, I think he's a, he is a talent, but yeah. It just seems like a yeah. very strange transfer, really. Well, yeah. it, that's, uh, here's a quick, here's a thing for you. So just look at, um, so they've let Will Hughes go, Chalaber go, Queener go. Now, yeah. for me, Will Hughes and Chalaber probably would have been in and around our first team this season. Queener, um, maybe not. You don't, you know, he hasn't played enough football for me. But none of them really are playing any football. Chalaber is is getting 
the odd few minutes here and there at Fulham. And for me, I thought the idea of him dropping down a division was to play every game. Queen are, again, probably playing more than Chalaba really? you know, at, the, at, at the moment. So yeah. does it kind of go back to what I said about the ownership? Does it actually say, well, look, structurally, we actually know what we're doing. So chill out. It's a good question. I mean, Peter Atubu's out there, isn't he, for quite a long time? Yeah. With a really, yeah. really bad injury. So we've signed a defender, Justin. We have, yes. Uh, Nicholas uh, Nakuru. I hope I've got that right. Right. Cameroon International came from Torino, I believe, but he's on a free transfer. So I can see him probably walking into the um, the first team for the Liverpool game by the looks of things with the injury situation we've got at the back. Talk about a trial by fire, that. Yeah. There you go, pal. <laughs> first game. Yeah, you're Good on luck. Salah. See you later. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> So let's talk about the Liverpool game very quickly. There was a Liverpool fan in my hotel. Hello, Richie, if you're listening. Uh, I was talking to him and he was sort of, we were chatting away. And uh, I said, oh, our next game's against Liverpool. And he went, easy three points. And I went, well, actually, if we look back on your last few visits to Vicarage Road, we've actually given you a game and won a couple of them. Yeah. So hello, Richie. Uh, I'm not going to mention this again if we lose, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon Liverpool game? I mean, I know we kind of... Spoke Mate. about it already, but I, yeah. I think we, yeah, it's going to be hard, isn't it? It's I, be- I think it's come round at the wrong time, if you know what I mean. I mean, look, there's always that argument that a new manager brings a new bounce. Add to that the fact that we, you know, we are going to be missing a few key defenders. Couple, yeah. You know, we, we've got players out. We have. Um, but Liverpool have got six key players out. Yeah, yeah. There, there's. I, I did read it while I was away. Something about because they've they've requested or they requested for the kickoff to be changed to, yes. for an evening game, and we refused and we, it. We refused it, which yeah. is excellent. Well done, Watford. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. That's 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 a proper up yours. You know. No. I did see a list on Twitter last week about who's injured, and there are some very very key players injured. So mm. whether that's going to have any bearing on it whatsoever, football is a very strange game. You know, I. Remember I remember when we beat Man United, I think it was 3-1, and I was looking at the team warming up, and there was, on the pitch, there was Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Wayne Rooney, mm. Paul Pogba. In the middle of the pitch was Jose Mourinho, and then we went and took the game to him and beat him 3-1. So it's a very, very strange game football. Who knows what's going to happen, but gut feeling, Liverpool, I, I don't know. I don't know. It remains to be they, seen. If we're firing, they, um, if we're firing, yeah, like yeah. Aston Villa... I, I think- I think if if Ranieri can get Saar into the game, because for me that's where we've really struggled for this that for the first part of the season is getting that pace down the wings um, and not really knowing you know who who kind of fits where. Yeah. Because you know a couple of times Dennis has sort of started on the left, then moved up to up front. I think Josh King's going to be out, which is, is a shame. Yeah. It's going to be a strange one. I think going forward, it's got to be uh, Hernandez and Dennis to start up front, and then Saar and. I, I suppose it depends what formation he's going to play, really, because we've been used to the four-three-three. But I don't think that's that's not um, Ranieri's style, is it? So no, it, I mean, hopefully he'll set us up defensively. Yeah, really, yeah. that's what you want. You know, you want to try and catch them on the break because there's, there's enough pace in there, and that's that's another thing. That's how he was really successful at Leicester. Yeah, by having real pace to play. You know, Jamie Vardy and, and so forth. Yeah, real pace pace up front so yeah. you know if he can even get 50% of the success that he had at Leicester here at Watford in the you know the next couple of seasons and I'll, I'll be over the moon with that appointment yeah absolutely be interesting to see who he starts in goal on Saturday again Foster I just think his experience is there has he sort of made me think he's still the same Ben Foster of a couple of seasons ago no definitely not no Batman, I don't know, he just looks like a little bit of a, a rabbit in the headlights sometimes in these games. 
It remains to be seen. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's nice to have a couple of good goalkeepers, but one doesn't shine above the other, in my opinion. I think no, it's very fifty-fifty. Foster you could shades flip, flip a coin from, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, last season Backman all all away, you know. It was yeah, yeah. Backman, but this season Foster's shading it slightly, so it's it's a bit of a tricky one to call. But uh, it remains to be seen. I'm looking forward to it. I hope we win. It's the early kickoff, isn't it? Twelve thirty. So twelve thirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, you horns. Yes. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So there is something that I do want to um, bring up here, and I I was thinking about it whilst away, and then it it kind of came up recently with uh, Mr. Troy Deeney's book. Um, I think he's doing a signing somewhere locally. Have you seen what he's done with the signed books? I was reading that thing that you put on the... the thing earlier what has he actually done because they all look like they've well it's stickers so he hasn't taken each book opened it and written troy deeney what he's done is by the looks of things signed a load of stickers and then someone stuck them in, the them in it looks dreadful i'd be so fed up if i'd paid for a signed copy and i got a sticker and it wasn't actually written in the book i just think it That's looks terrible that isn't it It looks awful it looks really bad anyway sorry to... thanks for, thanks for buying my book uh, it, it, it's like it's that isn't it and the other thing yeah, is yeah, i've yeah. not read it so i can't review it but most people i've sort of spoken to have gone you don't really learn anything much about him that you didn't already know there's no real insights into what goes on in Watford really there's not really any bits and pieces that you perhaps didn't already know I I imagine I'll get it as a Christmas present from someone because someone will go there you go you like Watford and I'll read it and (laughs) that'll be that'll be great that'll be it uh, I'm not going out of my way to buy a copy though at at this stage sorry to cut over you there so Troy no 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 not at all so yeah I think Troy's doing some signings locally for for his new book and then it's it's also come out on social media and i believe on the on the either the watford observer or the, or the watford website that we're going to do a testimonial for him as, as much as i am and i am believe me when i say this a, a fan of troy Deeney and a, a hugely you know appreciative of everything he's done for the club i do question why we're having a testimonial once he's left because we don't do that for other players and there's a player that sticks in my mind who kind of just went yeah thanks for all the year service see you later who's adrian mariapa Hmm. who never even got a look in at a testimonial. So I I just wonder... Well... I wonder why. Normally a testimonial is after 10 years service. So he probably should have had a a testimonial two seasons ago. Was he with us 12 years or 11? 11 years, yeah. So he should have probably had one at the end of last season. Not possible because of COVID. So that's understandable. You would imagine that he would then be having one at the end of this season if he stayed. The fact that he left, I would say, negates him having a testimonial. But we have to take into consideration the special uh, circumstances around he couldn't have one last season. Mariapa had a break in service, didn't he? So he played for us for a number of seasons, went away, came back and then played for us for a number of seasons again, which combined may have been 10. Yeah. I don't know. But, but maybe that gap in a... I think it's more about the fact that Mariapa was sent away without any fanfare whatsoever. Well, there was nothing, was there? And that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. There was there was, there was, was no, you know, thanks Mariapa for all, all your years' service. It was like, well, you were off to Bristol City, see so you'd be good. And that, that was it. And I'm also of the opinion that at some point we've got to get over the fact that we don't have Troy Deeney anymore. We've yeah. got to go and find a new Troy Deeney. We've got to go and move forward. You know, we can't forevermore be Troy Deeney this, Troy Deeney that. Look, I, I'm a huge fan of his. I appreciate everything he's done. But 
you've got to draw a line in the sand at some point. What I would say to you is that testimonials were set up as a kind of a fundraiser for, for a player because traditionally players were on, you know, no money. Well, they were yeah, on yeah, good yeah. money. They were on good money, but this was kind of a, a sort of a, a fan appreciation kind of thing where you'd uh, put your hand in your pocket and, you know, you, you, you showed, showed your appreciation for a player. There was testimonial years they used to have. So my dad used to be involved in sort of testimonials for players and they'd have not only the match, but they'd have race nights or they'd have, you know, all sorts of other events, fundraising events going on and the money largely went to the player uh, as a thank you for his uh, long service I question whether someone who was on a hundred grand a week needs a testimonial match other than for pride and to sort of put a full stop at the end of the career but the fact that he's now playing for Birmingham kind of negates it I don't know it's a tough one I like the facts. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, but it's a conversation, isn't it? That you know, it is a, a. Some people will be like, "Oh no, he's got to have a testimony because it's Troy Deeney's," and others will probably be of my mindset, like, "Why are we doing it for him?" And we haven't, you know. Yeah. But I think you're. I think you're right. I think if he if he comes out and says, or if he donates all of that to charity, whatever the whatever the revenue out of that's going to be, absolutely yeah. no yeah. problem with that because fair enough, off the cap and and, and so forth. But. Mm. If you want me to line Troy Deeney's pockets even more than I already have, I'm probably not not that keen to to do so. No, uh, I agree. Actually, I would think he would be pretty dimly viewed if this was all about money. This testimonial mm. match, it has to be for charity. I'm just not saying it is, but no, no, no. Well, we see, don't know any details, I, do I'm we? I'm just playing devil's advocate here, really, Justin. You well, know, no, I've been I'm, away. Yeah, I had lots of thoughts going on in my head. I can tell I'm just you sharing them with you. I can tell you're just emptying them now, aren't you? You're I'm emptying of you. Yeah. They're <laughs> spilling out all over the place. <laughs> Hi, this is Johnny Phillips, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Lots of very positive feedback uh, for our uh, chat with Genesis Elijah. Now, am I right in saying he's coming to a match with us? Southampton, 30th of October. Cannot wait for that. It's really cool. exciting. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I think we need to uh, try and talk to Nick and Colin about doing something in YBR about that, because I think that would be quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just for anybody that, uh, that hasn't listened, which I can't think why you wouldn't, but... He's never basically been to a football game ever, as far as I'm a, as far as I'm aware, mm. um, and, and certainly not to, to Watford. So it's his first game, uh, and he's forty. So that's you know, a long I, time to wait, isn't it? That yeah, it's a long time to wait. You know, you think when I was, you know, my first game, and I was like, wow, it's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. he's obviously uh, he's a local guy now. Does does a lot in and around the around the town. So yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be uh, be a good day. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Hi, this is Marlon King, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So, mate, we've been doing this now for nearly a year. Uh, that's gone by very quickly, actually. doesn't seem like a year, but it is nearly a year uh, that we've been doing this. I had a quick look through some of our stats and things. Uh, so, in less than a year, we've recorded over 50 podcasts. Now, nice. cons- considering that they sometimes take three hours... <laughs> It's yeah, a lot of time yeah. sat in front of a, a laptop on Zoom. We've spoken to over 20 special guests, um, which, again, I find that quite amazing. I didn't realise we'd, we'd had 20 special guests on, but uh, we've actually, I think it's 22 we've had on. They've all been amazing, I think, on the whole. There's been a couple that you and I have afterwards <laughs> gone. That's going to be quite difficult to edit, Ooh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we've got nearly 650 Twitter followers now, which uh, I just can't even imagine. That's just amazing. Uh, we've gained listeners in 52 countries i like that which is pretty special uh, I, I did a thing yesterday we've actually got more listeners in saudi arabia than greece or holland 
which is just mental. I just... Hello, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, if you're looking at buying clubs when the pots yeah, are yeah, gone, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we are. Yeah, uh, and we've had over fifteen thousand downloads as well. So absolutely, that's incredible. I can't it? get my head around it all that people actually want to listen to you and I wittering on, but apparently they do. So thank you everybody that listens. Don't absolutely. forget to check out the YouTube channel, which is D N S Y E podcast and that's available on youtube uh but i we load all the videos up onto the to the socials twitter uh facebook so forth yeah. so yeah make sure you catch those um liverpool's the next one yeah looking forward to that one yeah uh so yes if you uh do like the podcast please follow us on twitter please like us on facebook please check out the youtube channel subscribe tell your friends and let's keep growing because um yeah i mean those are sort of the numbers the numbers i've uh calling out there nowhere near did i think we'd ever get anywhere near, near that i mean just who can imagine no. who can no, imagine no. it's just it's fantastic so it's all down to the listener so thank you very much uh for getting involved if you're around after the match on Saturday, come and join us at the Red Lion. We're always in there after a match. Mr. Blissett comes in as well. He, he likes meeting loads of you and talking to you and that sort of thing. So if you are around after the game Saturday, pop into the Red Lion. We'll be there and we'll uh, entertain you. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly. So really, that's it for this time. Uh, thank you for listening once again. Always lovely having your company. Uh, I will see you soon, Carl. I will see you Saturday, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, until then, see you later. You ones. See you later. Come on, you ones. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.